Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. UK Tech Weekly Podcast. Hello you, welcome to the UK Tech Weekly Podcast, the UK's premier audio noise, giving you a hot blast of tech every Friday. The UK Tech Weekly Podcast is a pint of infotainment from the editors of PC Advisor, Techworld, Macworld UK and Computerworld UK. You can find us on Acast, on SoundCloud, on iTunes and more. Go on, treat yourself. Every Friday we bring you no more than 40 minutes of informed text chat on the hot text topics of the past seven days. Don't forget to subscribe, review and tell your friends. I'm Matt Egan, Editorial Director of IDG UK and today I am delighted to be joined in conversation by two of our most intellectual editors. Mighty like a sword with his pen, it's... Hen Riburl, senior staff writer of PC Advisor. Hello. Like a six-form tutor at a rave, it's Dave Bid Price, <laughs> deputy editor of Macworld UK. Hello. Today we are talking iPads and Android. Ooh. So let's go. Because iPad, iPad, come on. You know iPad, iPad, come on. And the whole world has to answer right now just to tell you once again, iPad. David Price. (laughs) iPad. And some other stuff. Go. Uh, Yes, okay. Um, Apple. (laughs) Hard to follow. I know. Uh, Apple was expected to have uh, a press release, a press press event. uh, And in the end, they only had a press release. Um, they closed down their uh, store, their online store, for, was it about half a day? Yeah, at the beginning of, what, what day were we on? Tuesday. <laughs> what day is today? Uh, it no, was Tuesday. No, went Monday. It was Monday. Anyway, <laughs> when the store came back... This um, week. Was it Tuesday? Yes, it was this week. Doesn't matter, guys. It's happened. Uh, <laughs> when the store came back, there was a new iPad on there called the iPad, which is really annoying. It's re- <laughs> um, retro vibe. Yeah, because the well, there was another product called the iPad, obviously, back in 2010. Um, but they obviously feel they can get away with just calling it the iPad. Not even the new iPad, like they did with the... That was the, confusing. That was the iPad 3, wasn't it? Yeah. As a little um, side note, did you did you see there was quite a lot of chatter on social media about why is it that Apple has to take down its store uh, in order to put new products on there? As if it was like a technical limitation of the... I mean, it's quite a ballsy thing to do for their yeah. main piece of commerce to be offline for half a day. Yeah. But it just builds so much interest. It's, it does. It's amazing. It does. Because they, they clearly thought... Um, these are not these are not amazing enough products to have a press event. They, they felt they could yeah they couldn't get away with that couldn't get away with that. But they still did their own thing, mm. their own way of generating a bit of hype. And it really was. I mean, it's it's not up to much. It has to be said. Um, I don't want to uh, dampen excitement too much. But the, the new iPad is um, it's it's a cheap iPad with quite out of date 
technology. How cheap is cheap? Uh, it starts at... It's not very cheap. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about this earlier. It, yeah. it starts at £339. Um, and in the post-Brexit, it's not post-Brexit, but the post-referendum landscape, um, that, is, that is a really cheap iPad. It's not a really cheap tablet, obviously, because yeah. it's Apple. Um, it's an iPad to trigger Article 50 with, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, one of the interesting things about the price is that um, it costs more in dollars. It costs less in dollars, yeah, it's, slightly. It's $339, so, which, if you were literally translating, is about 260 quid. But yeah, so for quite a long time, Apple has essentially done £1 for $1 because of taxes and the additional cost of getting to the UK. But what yeah. we're saying is this is the first kind of major product we've seen where the number of pounds is greater than the number of dollars. Yeah, just in some some uh, schemes, wow. some models. Um, Getting yeah. control back there, guys. Good work. Yeah, it does make you sad. But uh, yeah, the, the iPad, it's an interesting uh, bit of technology, the iPad, because um, it's, it's sort of the first time in the iPad range, certainly, that it's done this kind of conscious budget um, sort of option. So we've had um, iPhone 5C, iPhone SE, they're kind of... Yeah, that's, they're, bo- they're both the equivalent of this for the iPhone, where they're aiming, that people thought they were aiming at the Indian market and the Chinese market, people that had uh, a bit less disposable cash. Um, and white mums. And white mums? Yeah, my mum had an iPhone 5C. It's a white mum iPhone. I didn't know your mum had a... <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, the, well, iPhone 5C, like in my life, was seeing, yeah, actually not so much mums, but but young yeah. people with iPhones on my train in the morning I think, who previously would have had yeah, definitely. Android space. I think the important distinction, though, is that Apple creates the illusion of yeah. the budget yeah, um, yeah. product because this iPad is still not a budget item. Yeah, and the iPhone, uh, the 5C, iPhone 5C was, was not definitely not budget, but yeah. but it was it was Looked more accessible to get an iPhone. <laughs> yeah. And you had those, yeah, those horrible, colourful um, cases that... I thought, well, young people love those, David. <laughs> it really felt like this is what young, young people, people like. Young people like colour. <laughs> well, yeah, old mom, people like colours My mum likes and the lime green, well. apparently. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, but, so the, uh, the, the chip inside it is an upgrade from the uh, iPad Air 2, um, but it's still an 18-month-old chip. It's uh, in the 6S, right? The same. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah, September 2015, they launched the A9. So it's, it's, it's sort of the one... The A9 being the chip. The processor chip, yeah. I mean, I um, knew that. I'm just our <laughs> listener might not have. Yeah, um, for the benefit of people that don't follow Apple processor designations. Um, <laughs> so it's sort of it's a uh, half a generation behind the iPad Pro uh, 9.7 inch, which is itself a year old. Um, and there's and there's loads of other ways in which it, it's sort of old fashioned. It, it, in most respects, this is a, an iPad Air 2 um, with very slight upgrades. But in a few respects, it's like an iPad Air 1. Um, it's the size of an iPad Air 1, so it's, a, it's actually a bit bulkier right. um, than the both the Pro and the Air 2. Uh, and as Henry next to me pointed out, um, they've, they've now acknowledged that it has an air gap under the, uh, the screen. So it doesn't, it doesn't have the same lamination process on the screen that you get with the Air 2 and the iPad Pro. What, what practical difference would that make? Uh, yeah, well, the Air the Air One was a really nice product, but you could kind of tell, couldn't you, that when yeah. you press the screen, there was a bit of give between right, your finger because yeah. there was literally air between the probably yeah. not why they called it the air. Um, <laughs> then the Air Two, they got rid of that, and, yeah. and you could really notice it that it was it had a sort of um, it it really feels like you're 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 moving things around on the screen. That's yeah. the that's the essential illusion that is fundamental to the way the iPad works. It's supposed to be a piece of glass which you are using to look at the internet and manipulate the internet. That's a sort of 
the trick, and it works on the Air 2 and the Pro better than it did on the Air 1. And that didn't matter at the time with the Air 1 because we hadn't tried the later products, obviously. Yeah, you know, upgrading is always good. But in this case, you have to downgrade, and a lot of people have tried the Air 2 or the Pro uh, even if it's only on other people's devices, and they will know, I, I assume, when they try this new iPad, this is a bit old-fashioned, this is a bit... Maybe, crap. but then who buys new iPads, really? Well, at the moment, nobody. Nobody. Has. <laughs> <laughs> this is Apple maybe trying to acknowledge in some way, well, not acknowledge, but they're giving a, a shame their hands slightly because they've released a product that's uh, cheaper than the iPad Air 2 was, even after that price rise, that was 379 This product's £40 cheaper. Right. Um, but as David was probably going to go on and say, um, iPad sales have been declining for a while. I think Apple expected the product cycle to be similar to the iPhone. Yeah. And I've suddenly yeah. realized that actually these things are very good products, but they sit on people's coffee tables for five years. So yeah. I've said this before, but I've got original iPad mini. And, and, yeah. and like, I, I can, I can't, I'm not sure I can get the most recent OS, but I can get a recent enough OS that it doesn't hobble Netflix, essentially. Yeah, pretty much. Um, mm. So yeah, I still use my iPad 4 which is much to David's horror, <laughs> probably. Well, I, I'm, I'm spoiled because, yeah. you know, I, I get given review samples by Apple of many of its iPads, and and so I'm used to the latest versions. But, yeah, people update, you're right, every three or four years, the yeah, quickest most, for most four people. Years. Well, it's, 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 it's a two-year cycle for the, the iPhone. It's not dissimilar to the issue that, um, one of the issues that wasn't spoken about in the change of business model from Microsoft being able to sell Windows licenses every time a new version of Office, uh, Windows came out, and... You know, all sorts of things were said about how people, you know, uh, smartphones are taken away from desktops and laptops and this idea of the post-PC world. One of the other issues was I'm still using a PC at my desk here at work that is 10 years old. (laughs) And it's fine. It's had a couple of bits of RAM stuck in it, but I don't need to change the processor or add storage or anything like that because the way we work these days and because the products are sufficiently good. It's actually a successful thing about iPad that, like I said, I use my iPad mini every day for reading, playing games, watching stuff. But I don't need, there's no reason to change it. So I'm not going to buy a new one until I need to. Yeah. I think what they maybe have set up for now is the acceptance that, yeah, the iPad is, what, seven years old, the product line. So um, maybe more people are going to consider starting to buy one. And if they are going to, £339 for a still still a very good product is more reasonable than the £549 they're charging for the iPad Pro. Yeah. The iPad Pro is just ridiculously expensive. Not least because. a bit of a market for it, I would imagine, is is kids, essentially. Like parents yeah. buying children their first digital device that they own. Yeah. And actually, you're probably better off going for an Amazon Kindle because you, yeah. it's, it's just locked to Amazon. They're good for and, the price. And, yeah. and for kids, they're brilliant because it's, it's straight out of the box. It's just locked into one world, so you can be very secure. But actually, iPad's the same. And for a bit more, you get a little bit more freedom, and it's an iPad, and that will matter yeah. to some people. So I think in that instance, immediately you could see that my first um, digital device, iPad is a good option for that. And 300 quid is a lot of money, but it's more affordable than 500 Something that I was thinking as well, not that you are a child, but <laughs> but previously the iPad mini was the cheapest uh, product. Apple still sold the iPad mini 2 yeah. for about £239, something like that, which is obviously an attractive price point. But now, if you want to buy directly from Apple, this brand new iPad is actually cheaper than the cheapest iPad mini right. that Apple sells because Apple was, I think strangely, made the iPad mini 4 £419 at its cheapest point because they're only yeah. selling 128 gigabyte versions. So I mean, now that's even that's £80 more than the cheaper There, there is that iPad. weird economics around small though, isn't there? Like, yeah. I, I know the iPad True. mini 
originally at least was was more expensive to make than the equivalent big iPad because they had to get specific screen sizes cut and the components had to be smaller and stuff like that. I don't know if that's still the case, but it's not You're necessarily right. the case that it would be cheaper. They've probably it, got the better screen tech, right? Uh, uh, Mini 4? Uh, don't know. Look, we'll edit that, that bit in. <laughs> Let's keep that bit in. When we Just always talk on. about making products smaller and smaller, I always remember that tiny little flip phone the Zoolander has. Yeah. 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 I always wanted that. iPad Mini 2's gone then. That's that's That has died. Well, you yeah. can still get it if you're on um, ed- education... I don't know what the name of it is. The education, education program. They still, sell, program. they still sell them through there. The iPad Mini 2 and the <clears throat> iPad Air 2, I believe, are both still on there. Interesting. Um, and you can get them through resellers, as Henry said. Um, so what else there. is new from our friends at Apple? Not much. They, there's um, a red colour option for the iPhone 7 and the iPhone 7 Plus. That's the, the product red uh, HIV charity that was founded by Bono. Of which some of the of the profits, which we haven't been able to find out exactly yeah. how much, but some of the profits will go to uh, to fight HIV and AIDS. Um, and it, Tonight, it thank God, it's nice. them instead of you. I guess that's very good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They've done this before, though, with the with iPods. Um, yeah, they have a various long, shapes and sizes. They have a long relationship. They, they've done it with apps recently, which is really weird. If you um, some apps are designated as mm. product red apps, they, I think are existing apps, but they just put like a sort of red border on the icon. Actually, yeah, I think my iPad case for my ancient iPad is a product red case. There you go. Actually, there you go. Right on. Apple, Apple probably have the uh, deepest relationship with product red of any company that mm. I'm aware of. Um, I thought it was an Apple thing, actually. So there you go. Um, it's, it's a really interesting thing, Product Red, um, and I don't know how I feel about it exactly, because you sort of feel like um, it's this ethical consumerism thing, that is that both sides <laughs> are clearly getting something out of it, yeah. but more people will buy it um, because of the associated, particularly with Apple, who um, who have branded themselves as an ethical company and people buy things from them above the normal price because mm-hmm. of the person that they think that makes them seem to be, um, and yeah. charitable stuff, it really fits in with that. I was at a dentist yesterday, and when I came Segway. to pay my £60 dentist bill, they said, oh, by the way, we had a pound on for charity. Uh, you can take it off if you want, but we had a pound on for charity. And I said, I think a reasonable question, what's the charity? And they said, we don't know. <laughs> I said, Anonymous giving. I said, take the pound off. <laughs> I don't want to, I could be funding anything. That's really terrible. Yeah. Another thing that irks me slightly, apart from the fact that the front of this iPhone should be black, not white. Thing looks- oh, that's such a... It should be. I, I always had a black iPhone. Anyway, um, these, you can't get the 32 gigabyte version, so they've still made it slightly out of reach for people who uh, want to buy the cheapest possible iPhone. You can only get from £699. Well, if you want to help the little kiddies with AIDS, then you've, you've got, got to spend, spend more. a bit more money. Well, so you? if I spend £600 <laughs> on an iPhone, none of, just, they won't get it. Basically, it's, it's the same as the, um, the what's it called, Pitch Black? The uh, the really shiny one, I can believe it. Jet Black. Jet Black. The Jet Black Pitch version Black of... is a uh, Vin it's, Diesel it's a film. Vin... <laughs> <laughs> it's quite good actually, isn't it? It's good film. Um, yeah. Jet Black uh, color of the iPhone Seven is only available in the two yeah, higher right. yeah. uh, storage capacity. So they're making it an aspiration. And you won't thing. give to an age charity if you buy that one. So you're, you're a buy bastard. an Android and give a few quid to an age charity. Yeah. Well, yeah, is you... another option. That's yeah. That's go to my dentist. Don't do that. <laughs> Six hundred uh, times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and as well as the red iPhone Seven, there is uh, a selection of new bands for the Apple Watch. Uh, they are really nice. They look really good. Fifty um, pound watch straps. <sighs> so much money. These used to be twenty nine, didn't they? I'm, I don't know if they were ever that cheap. God, they well, are they really for a watch you're going to have to replace in two years. <laughs> good times. We are wondering how they're going to do the upgrade cycle for the Apple Watch because it, it is ridiculous, particularly with the 
the gold editions that they had for the first Jedi Board. The eight grand ones. <laughs> well, they, they went much higher than that. There was like a 13 grand. I think there was a 17 wow. grand one. Um, None of that money went to AIDS, did it? Uh, they didn't go to AIDS. <laughs> no, wait, you know what I mean. Not to the virus itself. No. <laughs> Not pro-AIDS. No. Um, but, yeah, so it, you, know, you buy 17 grand or 13 grand gold watch and then the processor inside becomes You've got to presume the economics of that are like buying a classic car in that because there were so few of them. Yeah, yeah. They must be saying their value, I would think. You'd hope so. At the very least, you can recover the gold, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> Which I believe, I believe gold uh, retained its value quite well. Actually, one company, um, unless you want to talk about uh, Clips. Should we talk about Clips? I don't know very much about Clips, so I was going to mainly... I was just going to say that as well as the red iPhone this week, there's also a uh, new limited edition uh, OnePlus phone. Ooh. Mm. So they, oh, they... it's the blue one. That isn't blue. Yeah, exactly. So there's like. <laughs> I bet it's not just called blue, though, Henry. Come on. No, no, no. So the, the box is blue, but the, phone, the blue. phone is black. What? Yeah. <laughs> so they teased this blue theme for a long time, OnePlus, the uh, Chinese uh, phone company, with their flagship 3T. Uh, and then uh, last week or so, they announced that they were doing a special limited run of um, 250 edition phones, um, completely the same specs, but it's just matte black. <laughs> See where they got that from. Um, and it's with, in partnership with a French design uh, boutique, which I admit I'd never heard of, called Colette. I presume that's how you pronounce it. And, uh, <laughs> you literally had to go on the 21st, so you've missed it, sorry, and queue up to buy one of 250 limited edition phones in Paris. But then, uh, as we record uh, yesterday, they um, then announced that actually they'll just take the Colette thing off the back and sell it as normal anyway. What? OnePlus has been extremely good at managing information and uh, throttling supply so that they've grown pretty quick. But yeah. I reckon they've got a limited number of these kind of stunts they can pull. Before. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 
poor people just get. I think it's slightly annoyed. messier than what they've done before. Yeah. Um, before, like you um, alluded to, they did like an invite system, which mm. made it quite exclusive, even though it was a phone that hadn't proven itself in the market. And then now they've done this sort of big hype around the thing, and call it. I think it generally has a blue vibe, so the box is blue, but then the phone is black. And then so what, just, what's different about the phone other than it's, uh, it's well, black? like like the new iPhones that we moaned about. It's only available in the highest 128 gig version. And the actual phone itself is completely the same as the one we reviewed last year. What? But the, but the design. But people just the, like what, yeah. So what, the, what has the been front, the input of the of the, of the, the basic? <laughs> you, uh, I don't probably nothing. What? All there is is the back of. I'm the, actually getting the, angry about this. Henry. Well, but you, but you didn't get as angry about the product red iPhone. But which that is the back of the phone is a red. Color, and they give money to charity. Well, the back of the phone is now matte black instead of silver, basically. Well, matte black isn't exactly an exciting colour, is it? Well, I, I know. That's, and, the, that's and the point I'm agreeing with you here. It has <laughs> goes to a, a wealthy fashion designer. Yes. The, the, the limited edition, at least, does have the brand of the fashion designer, which I presume adds some cachet in. Mm. It, was just, it was just an addendum to the red iPhone. Uh, other things from Apple? You mentioned Clip, briefly their clips. clips. Yeah, clips. clips. They've got um, a new uh, video editing application, which is going to be launched as part of iOS 10.3. In April, and is essentially uh, aimed at um, social media. So it's for it's for editing clips very quickly. Adding um, Lewis was telling me that it, it does live transcription. So if, you, if you're speaking in the um, uh, the video, then it adds captions as you speak. Sort of in theory, it yeah. takes no time at all. And then you you know post them on Facebook or whatever. Um, and Potentially quite interesting. Well, it's, yeah, it's not, it it's not work. really working for me, but it's, it seems like it's, it's one of these things like the iPhone 5C that's aimed at the younger audience. So, Yeah, my mum wouldn't get clips, so <laughs> it doesn't work that way It's around. an annoying name as well. Clips. I know, I know it's Apple's Well, it's just it's appealing just... to, I think, well, the, you can auto-scroll on Facebook, and if you want the video to not play sound while you're on the bus, uh, the captions will just come up automatically. I don't yeah. really know who's going to be using it. You could see it, I suppose, used by news reporting for... Trendy organisations who can get away with doing stuff like that, maybe. What about the iPhone cases? Oh, there's there's a new one. You can get a pebble colour one now. One in azure. I missed that. Yeah. Yeah. A pebble coloured case? Yes. I saw they had pebble coloured watch straps. Oh, and cases as well. You can mix and match. Camellia. Camellia. Camilla. (laughs) You're just trying to guess my name. (laughs) (laughs) What do we think about this way of announcing things then? I mean, you know, from what we've said, there's some interesting stuff there, but it's it is essentially a little underwhelming. Yeah, they've done it. They they did it last year when they um, bumped the specs up of the MacBook. Um, But you could kind of understand why they did that. They couldn't have got away with going. We Mm. added more RAM in in a in a big show off um, press um, announcement. But then, yeah, this is a product that. Yeah, they were very, very excited about. I, I don't think anybody's excited about these products. No, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's kind of them admitting that no one is excited about tablets anymore, but they have to keep. I mean, it would be one, it'd be one thing if it was the iPad Pro too. I think Apple would be quite happy to pretend to be excited about a new tablet if it was. Yeah. The the absolute top of the range, but this is yeah, this is like a I two think, year old. Yeah, I think we can assume that we won't get that for another year either. What do you think? Well, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm still holding out hope for some kind of press event next month. Well, that's what I was going to ask you about. about. So we've got WWDC, which is in what, June? That's in June. Yes. So that's still quite a long way off. So if there's no new Macs until then, I don't know. I mean, you remember before the, uh, the MacBook Pro came out late last year that people were actually seeing in, in the Apple results the Mac sales were really falling off because people were just getting Wasting, sick of yeah. the lack of new models. And it still hasn't produced any new desktops. I know desktops are 
of diminishing importance to Apple compared to the laptops, but there's, there's still going to be a lot of people waiting for a new iMac, a very much smaller group waiting for a new Mac Pro uh, or a Mac Mini, that haven't been updated for a very long time. I, th- I think Mac surely... Mac Mini's over, isn't it, surely, you would have thought? Probably. It's hard to say, but... Yes, never, I could never likely. get the point of that anyway, really. I mean, I, apart from it was small. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, but I, I still think there's going to be a new iMac. Um, but, that, I mean, that's the sort of product that could have been squeezed out in a press release. Um, maybe the fact that it wasn't suggests that there could be an event in which there's a proper, you know, the iMac Pro that some people have suggested could be coming out, a hybrid. But all of that could wait until June. It could be for WWDC. So Excellent speculation. <laughs> Coming Let's on both sides. go around the room then. I bad or I mad for it? <laughs> Henry Burrell. Uh, uh, you have to go with I bad, I think. David Price. two options. I bad is bad. But no, I know, he, but this... You uh, remain I mad for it, though. Those, no, I'm not exactly I mad for it. I don't yeah, but that's that's the, whole, the whole point of this feature. I sad, is maybe. absurd <laughs> polarisation. Exactly, it's binary. Uh, I'm mad for it. Well, well, I, I, like I can't believe you're that. so positive about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think the new part of the, <laughs> the new iPad is going to be good for um, the education sector and for some people who haven't upgraded their iPad for a very long time. And, and, I really like and the new non-snooty people like us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Excellent. Okay, well, we'll take a short break and then when we come back, we're going to flip it right over and talk about Android. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N. Hmm. <laughs> What's next, Henry Burrell? O. Uh, Android O is the not-so-secret next version of Android, because uh, as you as you alluded to there, they're going to run out of ideas when they get to their 26th version. Android Zebedee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But, I mean, we obviously knew this was coming, and there's been speculation for ages um, about lame things like what the name will be. It's always named What is the name going to be? Ugh, probably Oreo. Oreo. It's been heavily hinted by Google So, execs. typically speaking, it is some kind of um, uh, chocolate Confection, or yeah. And there are very few O's. I did notice there is a, in Canada, is it an O. Henry? There is an O. Henry bar. It's delicious. Wouldn't it Although be I am biased. amazing if it was called Android O. Henry exclamation mark? <laughs> <laughs> it would be good. There aren't many other sweets. Um I'm desperately trying to think. Opal of fruits. They're not called they're that anymore. Starburst, Starburst, aren't they? Um, that, that was one of the triggers for Brexit, I think. Yeah. The globalisation affecting British sweets. Yeah, Marathon Snickers. Exactly, disgusting. Yeah. Do you remember no, when they tried to make uh, Cocoa Pops chocolate crispies? <laughs> Wankers. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, so yeah, the name we're thinking... Probably. Uh, I mean, so it's like, I, I still think it's slightly um, jarring for a company to so heavily brand their stuff. It's like... Of an actual brand name, they did it. Yeah. With, they did it with Kit Kat, Kit Kat but they've not yeah. done it otherwise. Um, but yeah, no. The news this week is that the developer preview is available for download. So it's sort of out for those who know how to get yeah, it. Yeah, uh, we'd probably highly recommend not downloading it <laughs> unless you know exactly yeah. what you're doing or are a developer. If you have a, an Android device, uh, it's only available actually for the Nexus 5X 6P, the new Pixel phones, and then the Pixel C, which is their uh, tablet as well. Um, but I probably wouldn't do that. Yeah. You have to manually flash your device, which sounds both dirty and difficult. Um, and so I would back it up if I were you. <laughs> yeah. Well, you want to do it on a phone that isn't your only phone, don't you, really? Yeah. It really One is of those developer five preview. phones that isn't yours. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it would be, it'd be slightly unstable at the moment, but um, people have downloaded it and um, had to play around. And there are a few new things that you'll be able to do. But I still think that this is, even while it's made big news and uh, Google has 
PR'd it quite a lot. Um, it's not very exciting because Android is quite iterative in its updates. Yeah. You get like a new goal was cool because it changed the notification shade, which I think needed work. And I still think, even though I use an iPhone day to day, I still think that that notification system is better than iOS. Um, and they've made sort of slight improvements to it uh, in this one, so you can have notification channels. It'll group your notifications by a certain type. Also, I don't know how effectively this will work, but you can snooze notifications, which I don't believe you've been able to do before. You can snooze them for 15, 30, or 60 minutes, yeah. which might, I think, even though I like those notifications, might be slightly overdoing it. I don't know, yeah. Maybe. It's a funny one, really, because I often, like, just because the way I use my calendar, I suppose, I often on my way into work will have a ton of notifications. And then it is like, leave them there to prompt when I get to work or dismiss them. And forget so about being them. Being able to snooze them for like an hour, it's very. It's very exclusive to me, but that would probably have some... Okay, it's interesting. It has, it has worked well in email. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the name of the client that does it, but it has. you want you want to have a new email pop yeah. up again in an hour's time. That is very useful. Yeah. I would like Apple to steal that for iOS yeah. 11, please. <laughs> Watch this space. It would, it would be good. Yeah, the notification stuff on iOS, I still think is slightly clunky. Um, but I think... You do get that with things like the, um, you know, the bedtime thing. Uh, on iOS, it yeah. says it's time to go to bed, and you can choose to remind you again in ten minutes. Yeah, that's not obviously not a system-wide notification thing, but no. there are some elements of that. Um, I think the Fitbit app does that as well. <laughs> it tells you to go to sleep. Is that what you, yeah, um, but I think what is most interesting actually ties into iOS um, with um, Android O is that it will start to automatically limit background use of apps which is something yeah. traditionally you've had to do manually on um, Android, which I think is quite annoying uh, yeah. for, for users who even know what they're doing, um, which isn't necessarily me. Um, but I always found that slightly annoying that you had to go quite into the file system of your phone to eke better battery life out of it. Yeah, more more often exactly that. You, you Your battery's been drained and you don't know why, and it's because you've had an app running all day, but exactly. who actually wants to go in and Yes, yeah, so, some OS dis- uh, chooses, like I think Huawei's, for example, will tell you if there's a power-intensive app running, and you can then manually um, close it. But I think the great thing about iOS is that you normally don't notice any drop-off in anything, and it's all done in the magic walled garden, which I think is a is to its... Um, to its... Well, crap, any word. <laughs> still, this, to its credit. But credit! Still, 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 doesn't, still doesn't get very good battery life. No. It's okay battery life. I'm not sure if it's direct. Well, I just think, that, yeah. So hopefully that will be a good thing uh, for, this, for this OS. Um, and one question I actually have for David, hopefully he knows the answer. We can always edit out. <laughs> so this is the developer preview, which is available to the public, um, even though they probably shouldn't download it. iOS betas, yeah. uh, when they're released... Are they ever cordoned off for only if you're on the iOS developer yeah, program? Yeah, they, they have a, a step pro, um, program where there's a public beta and there's a developer beta. Right. Yeah. So at any one moment, there will be, um, you know, like iOS 10.3 beta 6 will be available for the public and beta 7 will be available for the developers only. Yeah, I mean, and even that's relatively new, isn't it? It used to just be all yeah, the public walled beta, off. Yeah. Yeah, um, you used to have to be a prop, you used to be registered as a developer in order to... Um, get hold of it. Mm. We constantly tell people not to download the beta unless they're really sure what they're doing there. Because I've never really understood. I mean, for us as a journalist, it's good. It's good to be able to find out what's going to be in the next version. But it's, it's just the latest thing, isn't it? Oh, yeah, but it's only like a, a week or two ahead of mm. everybody else. I suppose they do need some people to take the jump and do it because that's what the whole public thing's for, right? Yeah. But well, who, who wants to be? Yeah. The the most recent public beta, they did seem to listen to some of the feedback and changed iOS. Um, Google's always been a bit more iterative anyway, as you say. I mean, even even once it's out, it, there will be updates and yeah. crashes. And... It's just the 
the inherent nature of Android, they've got to cover probably by volume many, many more phones than Apple does worldwide. Yeah. So even though we have had Nougat now, I think uh, Samsung S7 and the S6, only a couple of years old, have only just got it. Um, many phones still haven't got it. And there's sort of strange licensing agreements with different companies. That is weird. To when they can release it. Yeah, it's never blanket. Like I know we see the figures about iOS uptake is incredibly good because they fully make sure that all those iPhones that are going to get it can handle it. And they really push they it push to, it, an, to yeah, a yeah. really annoying extent. Anno- to an annoying extent, of course. Yeah, but um, but whereas, yeah, Android, it's just completely up to which manufacturer you have you have bought into uh, as so to when they get they it. Do that. Why, why would they? Well, I think it's just because um, it's, it's, it's probably, it's it's probably to do... It's done on a manufacturer level, then. But yeah, it's probably say... to do... They give, they give the whatever the keys to the kingdom to, to each uh, manufacturer. And I think it largely depends on how much they've modded Android. So um, yeah. manufacturers like uh, Motorola, their Moto Z got it really quickly because it's basically stock Android. Mm. So it didn't have to change too much of it. But but the way that the uh, programs all interact with each other, if Samsung has quite a heavy um, UI and Sony does as well, um, particularly Huawei, they take forever. It is getting better, isn't it? I think. I mean, there was a time it is improving. where it would take years for every, <clears throat> every, you know, everyone apart from the Google's own devices part of that's market pressure as well because google's got its own phones out there that get it immediately so um there's a bit of pressure because because prior to that there was an element of from a manufacturer point of view what's the benefit because you take on this huge task of either download or over the air updates and it causes problems naturally and then you've got to deal with all those problems yeah and the other thing is that manufacturers particularly in the uk don't actually sell direct to the customers all that often it's usually through a network so you've got a further complication because the network literally has to provide the bandwidth to get the um, the update to the phone, and why would they want to do it? Kind of thing. So, yeah, it's a bit of a it's 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 the model and the market that are the challenge there, really. I wonder how many people actually worry about it, though. I know that no, we, no. we keenly uh, <laughs> think about it quite a lot, but I think many people who are still out there with a S seven that they haven't updated to Nougat yeah. probably not that bothered. Well, the main person that's gonna worry about it is is Google because yeah. they're not gonna be able to have as good a security footprint as as iOS because mm. there's a more variegated group of devices. Yeah. Although again I'm always really suspicious about that. I don't be complacent but I mean where is this great well, security know. threat? Andro- Android is secure. IOS is very, very secure. Yeah. They're both yeah. they're both fine basically. So when uh, are we expecting Android O to be released? Um, well, Google I/O normally comes around the same time as Apple's WWDC, yeah. which is their sort of developer conference thing. Um, I find it interesting that they've announced it this early. It is quite usual, but as I said, Nougat only kind of came out at the end of tail end of last year. So to have trying to drum up interest already in the next version, it's quite quite committed of Google. Then um, they've. I think that this one has probably, for me, not that they've said this themselves, has got to properly integrate Google Assistant into more phones. Um, because at the moment we're seeing more phones like HTC 10, I remember um, being pleased by that phone because HTC chose to get rid of all its own apps. So you yeah. didn't have two messaging apps yeah. or two email apps. You just had Gmail and That's Google, more and more Google well. Photos. Samsung yeah. and Sony are both doing that more. And over the last year, like you say, yeah, that's that's a positive thing, I think, for Google. Um, but then that Google Assistant is only on the Pixel phone and LG's new G6 and for a product that they so heavily leaned on um, in their marketing recently, they, they have to get that right now. Yeah. And then what, so it'd be towards the back end of the year, we'd expect a sort of general rollout. I, I reckon so. It's going to be like Q3, 4. Do we know anything else about new features? Um, I have not written down anymore. Yeah. Um, but they are quite um, 
It's very early. So, yeah, it's, it's quite early days. And I mean, it really is a developer preview because the idea is that they get it out into the hands of the people who are going to be writing software for it as yeah. early as possible. I think it lays the groundwork for, like you say, yeah, developers to <laughs> invent new, new things to do yeah. with the um, changes that they've made to the system. But at the moment, it's, um, it's quite small updates. Good. Okay, let's quickly go around the room then. Oh, God. Or, oh, boy. <laughs> David Price. Oh, Henry. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> I will allow it. Uh, oh boy! Yeah, I, I love this sort of thing. It's good. <laughs> Excellent qualification. <laughs> thank you. Well, thanks, guys, and and thank you for listening uh, to this edition of the UK Tech Weekly podcast. Do get in touch. Let us know your thoughts and opinions. You can tweet us at UK Tech Podcast or email editor at idg.co.uk. We will be back next week with more informed opinion on the hottest topics in tech. Until then, say goodbye, guys. Goodbye. Bye. UK Tech Weekly Podcast. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.